Making art is meant to be a wild creative process, not one caged by shame that whispers, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you will never be successful. So let's rewild our relationships with our creative work. I'm your host, author and creative wellness coach, Kristen Kiefer, and this is Wild Making. As some of you may know, I have a long history of struggling to show up consistently for my art. It was something that I struggled with for many, many years. I found writing and creating to be very stressful for a long time, largely because I didn't have the best belief in myself as an artist, as a writer, in my talent, in my capacity to grow. And so writing and creating felt very stressful, very overwhelming, very pressurized. And in the face of that, I often turned to procrastination. I turned to avoidance. I would end up doing pretty much anything other than writing more often than not. For a time, I tried to combat this by giving myself this goal of writing every day because that felt like something that like a real writer would do and it would help me be more consistent. And this was actually quite in the early days of my writing life, maybe between like, oh goodness, time. (laughs) What is time? Maybe between like six and eight years ago. Um, I went through this period of several years where I committed to writing every day, which might sound great and might sound like I was being consistently creative, um, but it was an awful experience. It was terrible. I felt even more pressure related to writing, related to showing up for my art, because I was trying to write every day. And so I would often put this goal off until very late at night when I was so tired and couldn't bring myself to go to sleep without doing it, without writing, right? And so I would often write for like 10 minutes, super exhausted, putting the most horrible, like fatigue-influenced work on the page, calling it a night, and then feeling so stressed out again the next day. And this went on for years. So needless to say, I have not always had the best relationship with my art. And a huge part of that was how I defined creative consistency. In As part of my journey to heal my relationship with myself and my art, I have had to heal my relationship with this idea of consistency and with this idea of what it means to be productive and to be consistently creative. And like I said, redefining what this phrase consistently creative means to me has been hugely helpful and healing in my relationship with myself and my art. So that is what I want to talk to you about today, redefining what consistently creative or what being consistently creative means to you. Sound like a plan? So I think many of us, many, many, many of us think of being consistently creative as kind of being synonymous with regularly producing art regularly working on your creative projects, regularly making something. This doesn't necessarily have to be every day, but there's kind of an expectation that you're working on something maybe several times a week or at least once or twice a week, something of that nature. And I think it's really normal to think of 
creative consistency in this way because I think, yes, ideally, we do want to be regularly working on our creative projects. I think many of us want to be in tune with our creative work in this way where we are sitting down with joy and desire to create as often as feels good and right to us. The trouble is that this definition of creative consistency is kind of incomplete. Hustle culture teaches us that continuous production, continuously working towards something, is key to our success and key to our value as human beings. It teaches us that being, wow, that is a very loud plane if you can hear that. (laughs) Um, Hustle culture teaches us that laziness or not actively producing something or working towards something is a great weakness and a great sign that there is something flawed about us as human beings. And so we need to be continually producing not only to succeed, but to be considered worthy and valuable human beings. And similarly, on a related note, if you ever kind of engage with any content in the self-development world, the self-development world talks all the time about the importance of maintaining regular habits. So there is this expectation that we internalize from hustle culture, from self-development, that the right way to be in the world is to be habitually moving forward, habitually producing, habitually working towards something. And I want to reiterate again that there is nothing wrong with wanting to regularly make art, to regularly work on your creative projects, right? This is something that, again, I think we all want. We all want to be creating and making art and sharing our art with the world. And we should all want this for ourselves in the same way that we should all want to, say, regularly care for our bodies or maintain our relationships with our friends and our family members. But the trouble with defining this idea of being consistently creative as the act of regularly making art or regularly, you know, having this consistent creative practice is that the act of making art isn't always the best thing you can be doing to maintain a lifelong committed relationship with your creative work. I'm going to go ahead and say that again because I feel like it might not have sunk in the first time. Regularly making art may not be the best thing you could be doing to maintain a lifelong committed relationship with your creative spirit, okay? So think of it this way. If one of your goals is to regularly care for your health, then you cannot define this goal solely as eating healthy food and exercising every day. This mindset, this definition of what regularly caring for your health looks like can lead to a lot of restriction that ultimately means that you are not caring for your health. If you restrict yourself only to ever eating healthy food and never allowing yourself to eat cake or french fries, your mental health is going to suffer. If you commit to exercising every day or exercising regularly without fail, if that's how you define regularly caring for your health, then when you get sick and you feel awful and you can barely get out of bed, but you make yourself do that in order to do some yoga or go for a run, your health is going to suffer. This same principle goes for maintaining the health of your relationship with your creative work. 
Often, creating consistently or being consistently creative will look like maintaining a regular creative practice, sitting down every day or several times a week to work on your projects and to make some art. But being consistently creative can also look like reading a book to refill your creative well. It can look like taking a nap instead of creating because you didn't sleep well the night before. It can look like going for a walk because you're feeling stuck with your project and you need to give your brain some time to think. It can look like taking it can look like taking time away from your creative work entirely for several weeks or several months to heal from an illness, to grieve a loss, something of that nature. It can look like deciding not to create for an evening, for a day, for a week, in favor of spending some time with a loved one that you haven't seen in a while or a friend who could really use some support. Being consistently creative could look like visiting a museum or taking a trip that's going to fuel your next creative project, or it could look like visiting a museum or taking a trip simply because you're allowed to do other things besides create all the time. Do you see how being in healthy relationship with your creative spirit involves so much more than just the act of creation? You are going to be best able to commit to a lifelong relationship with your creative work when you are tending to your holistic wellness. When you are asking yourself what you need at any given moment and giving yourself that thing. When you're asking your creative spirit what it means, what it needs at any given moment and providing your creative spirit with that thing. Sometimes that is going to be creating. Often it is going to be creating, but it may not be. It may look like taking time to heal, to rest, to grieve. It may look like taking time to refuel and refill your creative well. It may look like taking a giant ass break from creating work because you just got, God forbid, a cancer diagnosis, or you just have a, had a baby and you have a newborn now and your life is in shambles because, oh my goodness, nobody is sleeping and the baby is crying all the time. Being in healthy relationship with your creative work, a lifelong, devoted, beautiful, nourishing, committed creative relationship with your creative work is so much more than just the act of creating. And so this is why I no longer define being consistently creative through the lens of habit or productivity. I don't care if I write every day. I don't care if I write on certain days of the week or how long I write for on any given day. What I care about is being in a committed relationship with my creative spirit, consistently nourishing my creative spirit. Sometimes this will look like making art, sometimes it won't, but it all adds up to the ability to sustain a really healthy relationship with your creative work in the long term. And you should never, ever, ever feel guilty or ashamed for choosing to do something other than making art on any given day, okay? 
You do not have to hone some sort of infallible creative habit in order to be consistently creative. You do not have to be some sort of productivity machine to be consistently creative. You do not have to power through and create even when life has brought you to your knees, okay? You're allowed to be a full human being who is also someone who is creative, also someone who creates. You're not inconsistent when you take time away from your art to heal, to rest, to refuel, to tend to some other important area of your life that really needs it right now. You are nourishing the health and sustainability of your lifelong relationship with your creative spirit. And that is is such, such a beautiful thing. Okay? This is the mindset switch, one of the mindset switches that has really made a massive difference in how I approach my creativity and how I really think of myself. Because when I was defining being consistently creative as regularly producing art kind of without fail, I was miserable. I felt so much pressure to be habitual in my creative practice. I felt so much pressure to produce, to never take a break. It never felt okay to just, you know, have this intention in the morning to spend some time writing that evening and then realize that what you want to do that evening is actually watch a movie and just choosing to do that instead. Like, I never felt like that was something I could do without that choice of watching a movie making me a bad person or making... Uh, without that choice meaning something about me, that I was lazy, that I didn't know how to work hard enough, that I would never succeed because I'd never get anywhere at this pace. Those sorts of thoughts used to plague me constantly when I viewed being consistently creative as having some sort of nonstop creative habit or consistently producing art. Now that I have this broader, more loving, more nourishing, and more human definition of being consistently creative, I'm actually showing up to make art more frequently because being in relationship with my creative work feels so much less pressurized, so much less stressful. I actually want to show up and create more often because I don't feel like I have to in order to be good enough. Funny how that works, isn't it? (laughs) And so... That is, that's really the message that I want to bring with, bring to you today. I want to kind of sum this up one more time and just say that being consistently creative has nothing to do with regularly producing art and everything to do with consistently nourishing your creative spirit, giving your creative spirit whatever it needs to thrive, giving your relationship with your creative spirit, whatever it needs to thrive in the long term. For today, but also for tomorrow and the next day, next month, and next year. Okay? If redefining being consistently creative in this way is something that feels really exciting and really loving and nourishing to you and you want to start adopting this definition for yourself, I do have some exciting news as we start to wrap up today. This month, it's June, if it's June of 2023 to be specific, if you're listening from the future, but if you're listening in in the present, this will be applicable to you. This month, I will be opening enrollment to my brand new three-month group coaching program called, surprise, surprise, Consistently Creative. 
This program will include twice-monthly live classes, twice-monthly live coaching calls, and daily creative support through an exclusive Slack community. And all of these resources, all of these features of the program will be designed, I am designing them to help you show up for your art with genuine joy, desire, and ease without guilting or shaming yourself when nourishing your creative spirit means doing something other than actively creating on any given day. Okay? If this sounds like something you need, I will be releasing all the details soon, but if you are listening in like the week that I am releasing this episode, here's the most important thing that you need to know. To ensure that I can support each student in the program richly for the duration of the program, spots for Consistently Creative will be limited. So if you'd like to be the first to know when enrollment opens up for Consistently Creative this June, make sure you can snag one of those spots if you're interested. There is a waitlist that you can join. I will be emailing everyone who is on the waitlist the link to all of the Consistently Creative details and the you know, enrollment page first, probably for, you know, the people on the waitlist will probably have all of that information and the opportunity to enroll for about 36 hours before I release the details publicly to everybody else on the internet, okay? So if you want to make sure that you can be the first to learn more about this program and maybe snag one of those spots for yourself, you can join the waitlist for Consistently Creative at kristenkiefer.co slash consistent. As always, that link for you will be in today's episode description, but I'm really, really excited about this program and and just all of the beautiful mindset shifts and creative work that I know is going to come out of it for all of the students who enroll. So I'm really excited to share more with you soon, but until then, thank you for listening and shine on. Thank you for listening to today's Wild Making. If this episode felt like coming home to yourself as an artist or a maker, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing to help this podcast reach a wider audience of creatives like yourself. And for more on untaming your art, be sure to check out my current coaching offers and subscribe to receive weekly wisdom-packed emails in your inbox for free at kristinkiefer.co. Cool? Until next time, shine on, my friend.